This is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario. Hi everyone, it's Rebecca, and I am so pleased to introduce our guest today, Tarek Haddad. He is a Syrian-Canadian entrepreneur and the CEO and founder of Peace by Chocolate. He will be defending What Strange Paradise by Omar al in this year's Canada Reads competition, which runs from March 28th through the 31st. Tarek is a sought-after motivational speaker, and we are thrilled that he could fit us into his busy schedule. Welcome, Tarek. Rebecca, thank you very much for having me. We're going to jump right into it with the first question. And for our listeners, many of whom are in the United States, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm, you know, I'm not good really about speaking about myself because um, it's uh, it's truly the journey that my family and I had is is very unique, and uh, I'm I'm proud to be. Uh, here in Canada now. My name is Terry Kadat. I am the CEO and the founder of a company called Peace by Chocolate in Antigua, Nova Scotia. Um, my family and I are from Syria, from Damascus. Uh, we had owned a chocolate empire in the Middle East that was destroyed by the war. Uh, the factory was bombed in 2012, uh, 10 minutes after my father has left it. Uh, my background is in medicine. I studied medicine in, in Damascus and we left Syria due to the war in 2013 after we have lost entirely everything. Um, I lost many family members. Uh, we, we lost the business. Uh, we lost uh, the path for, for uh, everyone. And then we became refugees in Lebanon for three years uh, while I was uh, doing some work with the United Nations and WHO there. I applied to come to Canada and uh, I just arrived in 2015 and uh, my family followed me. After we have all arrived here, we restarted our business again. We rebuilt it from scratch with the help of our community. And uh, we call it Peace by Chocolate because we believe that peace is noble. And without peace, no one can go to work. No one can build businesses. You cannot raise kids. You cannot do anything without peace. Actually, we cannot do this interview without peace. And chocolate is, um, we call it a product of happiness. So we, we are kind of <laughs> happiness spreaders. Uh, so, you know, we are we are truly honored to be Canadian citizens now. We have the, the rights as every other Canadian, uh, born here or born away, uh, the rights of uh, mobility, of freedom, speech, and, uh, and really, really honored to be in, in this place, um, in enjoying um, the opportunity for us really to have that second chance of, of a life after the war destroyed even every single light at the end of every tunnel that we had in our lives. So right now, um, we have dedication towards spreading um, a noble cause. And uh, I'm, I'm very proud to be with, with our family here. But uh, I'm also a public speaker. So I uh, speak about our story, but I speak about the, the power of entrepreneurship and resiliency through um, immigration lens. I speak about, you know, immigration a lot because I believe it is a very um, interesting topic that sometimes is is brushed off the news no one really talks about it anymore as if it doesn't exist now there is over 60 million refugees there are billions of people trying to leave their homeland coming to find another opportunity so i'm very passionate about causes of immigration peace and entrepreneurship 
Yes, and we've had our own issues in the United States with this topic of immigration and refugees and everything. So um, thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, I'm sure and we're going to link to your, you know, all your, you know, website or whatever. We'll link to all of that so that people can learn more about you as well. So thank you for sharing that. Now, what made you, this is probably an obvious question, but what made you select What Strange Paradise for the Canada Reads competition? I um, I adored the book, actually, since I first heard of um, Omar Alakad with um, his, his incredible um, uh, novel before, American War, and uh, it really intrigued me, you know, to from from the the title uh of the, of the book itself um it, i just really wanted to dig in and i couldn't put it down you know since i started reading the book i i just sat there and uh, went for it and i truly just saw myself and saw my family and saw people that i know personally who had to live through the same experiences as the the, the hero of the book who is a little child but he's not a child he's a representation of an entire generation and an entire age and an entire point in time when countries around the world were closing their doors, were closing their borders, were just thinking of refugees and immigrants as not worthy of living, just thinking of them as, you know, uh, you know somebody who is unwanted, somebody who should just go back home as if going home was a choice yeah no one really thought of refugees and is still not thinking of refugees as you know they are not tourists refugees they don't want to leave their homelands they are they did not want to become refugees because becoming a refugee is not a life choice it's not a decision it's not a goal no one was born and said, well, you know what, when I am um, 25 years old and, and over, I want to be a refugee. It's not a life goal. No one really wanted to to be that person. No, although, you know, be, a refugee is a human being. And it's just that the circumstances were not in favor of of their odds. And I just wanted to bring that to, to light to Canadians. And I know that the refugee crisis has been in the news for around three years nonstop between 2014 and 2017 we have seen that uh, people around the world were so interested in knowing the cause really for for immigration and the cause of of creating refugees around the world and we have seen that there was some apathy after that like starting in 2018 and uh, onward we started seeing that people are they have shifted their focus as, you know, this is not a trend anymore. Although the same number of people are still dying trying to escape, the same number of people are still dying trying to make both ends meet, the same number of people are still dying trying to find food and medicines in refugee camps around the world. And first world countries, they are just, they they, they, they just let the world that know that, sorry, we have a lot of issues to, to deal with, and this is not on top of our priority anymore. While the refugee crisis has been used in political campaigns around the world, some people are against it, some people were for it. And then, you know, since 2018 until now, you know, everything kind of, um, I think it uh, it was pushed to the backseat. The whole topic was, was just kind of uh, pushed to the backseat, and I wanted to bring that back to light. And I know Omar 
has worked on the book for four years, uh, building the, the, the blueprint. I talked to Omar many times and I have uh, many calls with him coming. And uh, I know his passion to, to bring this, uh, this topic to, to light. So a lot to talk about the book. You know, the book is, um, is, is absolutely um, incredibly written. Um, and I, I think it is, it is a must read really for, for all of us for many reasons. And that's really, that also um, has contributed to, to my own reasons why I chose the book. Um, I think what the book has inspired me to do is to reconsider a lot of things. And the first few things that I reconsidered in my own life were my sense of, of home, Mm -hmm. uh, my sense of humanity, my sense of identity, and my sense of belonging. You know, these four things are really uh, the things that make us who we are. And I wanted to bring those to, to perspective, not only for myself, but for others. And I wanted to share them with everyone. That's why I'm defending this book. I'm going to speak about it for five days yeah. <laughs> live on a live show to the people <laughs> who will be listening. Yeah. And I think, and I'm not going to ask any more questions about it specifically because I know it will all come out in the, in the program, but I really look forward to hearing everything that you talk about because we talked yesterday with Omar and, and just talked a little bit about that idea of home as well. So I really right. look forward to hearing all of that. Now, now here's a little bit of, a, I'm kind of a competition geek. So my question for you is, have you prepared in any way or how are you preparing for the actual competition? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is a great question. Listen, I am I am a man of peace, yeah. um, and I'm 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 really glad that uh, the organizers, the producers, and uh, the the broadcaster CBC has uh, made this um, opportunity for um, for people like me who I came to Canada only seven years ago. I didn't speak uh, uh, much of uh, of the language when I arrived here. And now I'm defending a book <laughs> on a national program. So, you know, I'm taking it easy. I'm taking it easy. But at the same time, uh, I love that recent years. I was talking to, um, to um, Ali, um, Ali Hassan. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, we were just uh, discussing about how previous shows were versus how it evolved, like, since the beginning of the, the pandemic. And um, I used to listen to the show actually on the radio, like for, I started listening in 2017 and I, I was terrified, terrified when, when they emailed me uh, last year telling me that I am invited to be on the show this year. Yeah. And then I was like, like sometimes I thought because of how tense the conversation can get. Mm -hmm. That some people would get out of the studio without like arms, some people would go out <laughs> without like legs, and so I was I was scared because because it was really um, um, so horrible, horrible the way I was thinking about it. But then I just realized that uh, people were disagreeing in a way, and uh, sometimes it was getting out of control. But then over the years, um, I I was just listening to the show in 2020, 2021 version, and. Uh, then I realized that it became more of a dialogue, more than a confrontation. And I love that about it. You know, the, the slogan of the program is the battle of the books. And 
uh, I, I don't want to be in a battle, you know, I don't yeah. want to be like uh, battling my book or trying to bring other books down because they are absolutely incredible books. So um, uh, I've been preparing for this actually for, for a long time and uh, I'm, uh, I'm really excited because I'm learning new techniques to read. Like, you know, I have five books to finish within less than eight weeks. Yeah. since the time that they were announced until the time of the program. And uh, it's a huge, um, huge uh, pressure. It's going to be an amazing journey for me personally because I'm very busy. And I usually am uh, on, on the planes, I'm on the road, I'm driving, I'm in meetings, uh, I'm on the stage speaking. So it, I really don't have that chance to sit and read. I don't have that luxury. So the program really kind of reads has just given me a reason to slow down a bit and uh, and enjoy some peaceful moments. And uh, you know what? I discovered something amazing, that the perfect time to read is is uh, overnight. Like, it's so peaceful. Yeah. Like, you would be enjoying it as much as, you know, uh, possible after, after that, because it would be, it'd be very quiet and you'd be with your own thoughts. And, and without any distractions or interruptions. So, um, I, yeah, I truly enjoyed that new, um, that new reading style. And uh, it just gave me a little perspective because I think that now we live in a world where it is so busy, you know, at, at, there is always this, this, this instant gratification. Like, you know, we're getting notifications on our phones all the time, responding to messages and emails and getting calls and, zoom meetings and 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 netflix and watching movies and going out and all of that there is no stop like you know we are we are we are busy creatures we are living creatures and we want to be out there and we want to do all of that but at the same time we are losing a lot of the value of sitting down slowing down and enjoying a book and i am so grateful actually that canada reads has given me that opportunity back to really sit down and enjoy not only one book actually i finished multiple books so far which is i should i think i should win guinness in my <laughs> own standards because I, I i i usually just finish one book a year and uh, you know i'm just gonna finish eight <laughs> books uh, actually five books within eight weeks so this is gonna be incredible so uh, the preparations for the show is uh is on um the preparations are ongoing and i am uh, truly um, truly excited to be uh, talking and discussing and debating uh, with with amazing other panelists. I am with four incredible panelists on on the show. I'm with uh, uh, an Olympian. I'm with an author, um, actress, um, activists, and uh, it's gonna be. Sometimes it's gonna be heated conversations, but you know, I met them for the first time like a month ago, mm -hmm. and they are absolutely lovely people. Um, and I'm going to build some strategies to build some uh, alliances, I guess, uh, with, with some people, you know, building um, tactics, I guess, uh, in this program is about not really bringing other books down if, because I really like them, like I like the other books, but I want to highlight why my book is the one book that all Canada, all of Canada should read this year and why is it relevant i think the relevance topic is is very important because um everything is changing like what's on the news today is so different than what was on the news january 1st of the same year the same yeah. year 
So I just really wanted to bring that into perspective to, to a lot of people and to my fellow panelists. Well, I have to say that everybody who, all the fans that, that are talking about it on Bookstagram and on, on Facebook and everything, we all agree this is a stellar year. There are five incredible books that are on the list. And we just think this is going to be the greatest competition ever because how in the world are we going to whittle it down to one book because they're all so amazing. So we're all really excited about the competition this year. Now, my, my last question for you is, what do you want readers to take away from what Strange Paradise? Uh, there are absolutely a lot of um, takeaways. Um, I think for our own perspective and our own understanding of, of the same story can be different. Like some people would be reading the book and seeing it from a completely different angle than me because I have lived through that. I know people who lived through that. I have a, a cousin who drowned in the Mediterranean in 2013 when she was fleeing um, and she didn't make it to Greece. She drowned with her children. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, and uh, that book hit, hit uh, certainly uh, hit home uh, for me. It, it just brought a lot of uh, uh, these memories back and, and it kind of revitalized, you know, the, the importance of keeping these stories alive and the memories of these people who didn't make it to Europe. We know millions of, of refugees now live in Europe, and we don't know that tens of thousands who really drowned. We don't know their names. Um, no one really talk about them anymore. So I really hope that people can uh, relate uh, throughout our own crisis, throughout our own understanding of struggle, throughout our own privileges that we live through every single day um, in in countries like Canada or the US or in, in, in Europe or wherever, uh, we have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot to be grateful for. And I know we all have lives, we're all busy in our lives, but do not forget that there are people on the other side of the world that can use some help, uh, that can use some advocacy, uh, that an email to your member of parliament or to your representative is not going to hurt an email about you know this is ongoing around the world what our what is our country doing to help refugees around the world and to bring them to safe haven and you know i'm, I'm really grateful for uh, uh living in canada because this country stands for helping those fleeing war and persecution and it's not only the story of syrian refugees or afghan refugees this is the story of, of the country and but at the same time you know relating uh, the story of the newcomer perspective, you know, the newcomer perspective, it, it doesn't only mean I am a refugee or I'm a newcomer if, if I am uh, an immigrant. Um, we all can be newcomers to, to jobs. We can be newcomers to relationships. We can be newcomers to a journey or an experience. Let's learn how do we face the challenges as newcomers to a place where we feel discomfort. Right, like that, um, the people in the book were trying to communicate and were trying to. Uh, um, that the hero was was a kid who didn't speak the language when he landed on that island, and he had to find common ground. You know, we as human beings have a lot to share, and it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. My dad arrived in the country seven years ago. He didn't speak a word of English. 
and he built friendships based on just saying hello and a smile. And it doesn't take much. So let's open our hearts. Let's open our minds. Let's be welcome. Let's be welcoming and uh, keep uh, supporting those in need around the world because everyone certainly needs us. So I really hope that uh, this book can open the mindsets of many people who are going to read it about um, the difference, the difference between empathy and apathy, the difference of compassion and carelessness and uh, about the way that each of those things can uh, certainly blind us to uh, reality. Well, Tarek, thank you so much. This has been just a really fascinating interview. I really do appreciate you taking time to talk to us today. Tara, my partner for the podcast, had to work today, unfortunately couldn't be here, but we wanted to both let you know that we are actually pulling for you to win. We believe this is <laughs> our favorite of the five. And we just think it's a brilliant novel and we wish you the very best luck in championing it for Canada Reads. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, uh, Rebecca. Really appreciate it.